legends. Um, so, bit of a different flavour. Welcome to episode 46 of FPL Faceoff. Uh, as mentioned, a little bit different this week because uh, I am flying solo. Um, FPL Faceoff, of course, if you are listening for the first time, uh, good on you. Uh, but this is the podcast where normally two comedians face off uh, against each other in terms of fantasy football. And it's a little bit of a strange one this week, to be honest, because uh, as I record this, it is Sunday night. And the reason I'm recording solo, Tom is at a gig. And I think I speak for both of us when I say we didn't really realise that uh, the games were coming so thick and fast. Or if we did, we didn't realise the implications of us recording on a Monday night. Uh, so obviously it would be pointless us getting you a podcast out on uh, kind of Wednesday when the game week is already up and running. So I thought I would take it upon myself, sacrifice my Sunday evening uh, to bore you with uh, with what we've been up to, really, and how our game weeks were. Uh, recording at the end of game week four, it's been a bit of a mixed bag, as I'm sure uh, you you will agree. Some people have done very well, and some people, uh, myself, not not so great i think it's fair to say uh but tonight's uh, episode this episode i should say hopefully we'll be with you monday uh, maybe tuesday so we'll give you some food for thought before we get into the imminent deadline of game week five and the deadline for that is tuesday at uh tuesday 30th of august at six o'clock so uh as i say don't forget if uh, if this is a reminder then that's good news for you um, so let me tell you a little bit about my game week. Uh, I started the game week at about 1.6 million and I had 58 points, um, which could be worse. Um, 53 was the average. So, you know, I, I can't really grumble with that. Uh, but unfortunately, it was not ideal because I, like so many others, uh, captained Mo Salah. I watched the game um, or I, I should say I watched match of the day. It's very unusual for me, to be honest, um, because Man United have been so terrible for, for so long. Uh, I must admit, I haven't bothered with match of the day for quite a while. So it was quite nice to uh, to actually watch match of the day. No surprises what the first game was. And um, I was listening to the radio and at about 5-0 with no Salah involvement, I was starting to think, oh, I think it's going to be one of those days. And um, I know that some people will have captained Havertz last year uh, when Norwich got demolished 7-0 and Havertz was the only player on the pitch to do nothing. Um, at least Salah wasn't the only player on the pitch to do to do nothing. Um, but yeah, he, he was pretty anonymous. Um, but for three really good chances that on another day, We'd have been seeing a Salah hat trick there for for sure. So a bit of a tough one to to take. The only solace with the Salah kind of captaincy is that, you know, I wasn't alone. Lots and lots of people captained uh, Salah as well, meaning that at least there's, what is it they say? Um, misery loves company. And um, yeah, absolutely. There's there's lots of people that, that were miserable. It was a very good uh, performance from Liverpool they needed it I think um, I've, I've <laughs> suddenly realised being the technological genius that I am uh, the way that me and Tom uh, record this if we're not together is via Zoom so I've set up a Zoom meeting with myself and um, I could have done it without the video but I've done it with the video so I'm just uh, just watching myself um, speak, <laughs> speak to myself it's a bleak and lonely existence but never mind 
the 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 sacrifices we make for FPL face-off uh, and and you legend legendary listeners. Uh, but yeah, so as I say, with the Liverpool game. I think if you had Luis Diaz, you're obviously chuffed to bits straight away, um, a goal um, after about three minutes. And then, of course, he got one at the end as well. So, yeah, an easy double-digit haul for, for Luis Diaz. Uh, Trent, I did see a few people captain him as well. That was obviously a very um, sensible shout. Or not a sensible shout, it was a, a bit of a kind of differential, really. But obviously, a 17-pointer from from Trent. Got to be honest, that's one of the reasons why I've I've had a decent kind of game week really. Um him and Mr. Harland uh with their uh, respective seventeen pointers, you know, they've they've got more than the rest of my team between them, uh which is which is good. Um Harland versus Kane was was obviously a big debate. Uh as it happens, Kane had a very good game as well. Um today he scored two but he did miss the penalty um or you know technically dean henderson saved the penalty so it's um yeah as as you'll know if you if you're a regular listener to the podcast um i'm a man united fan and it is very interesting seeing dean henderson doing doing so well and particularly showing he's got some prowess when it comes to saving penalties because it it makes me think back to uh, 28 no would have been um very recently a couple of years ago when we were in the europa league final and uh, of course, De Gea was in goal, didn't save a single penalty, and then he was the one that that missed his. And it does make you think how different things could potentially be for for the club if if that was, you know, a bit of a sliding doors moment if Henderson was fit or Henderson was chosen, I should say, because I think he was fit. But you never know; these things are, are interesting. But I think um, Henderson's looking like a, a a very very good asset in that four point five. Bracket. I'm pretty sure he's he's gone up actually um, already, deservedly so. So he's he's definitely someone to keep an eye on. Um, if we have a little look at the upcoming fixtures, let's just see what the fixture difficulty rating is for Forest. Um, so Forest have got uh, Man City next, which is obviously you know could could be a tough one, but he's certainly likely to get his um, save points. I would say he's a very good shot stopper. Then they've got Bournemouth, Leeds, Fulham, Leicester, Villa, Wolves. Uh, it's difficult to look past him as as one of the best options out there, really. Uh, I myself have got uh, Raya for Brentford um, and their fixture tickers looks OK as well. Crystal Palace, Leeds, Southampton, Arsenal, Bournemouth, uh, all coming up in the next four or five. Frustratingly for me, uh, I've got a Leeds player in Rodrigo, so I don't want him to keep a clean sheet there. And I think Crystal Palace are, are looking very very good so um yeah it will be it'll be very interesting to, to kind of see what happens as as the season progresses uh, in terms of my team and my transfers this week i took a minus 4 um i was influenced by tom tom if you listened to last week was saying that he thought son would get a rest son didn't get a rest which led to a very nervy um, kind of afternoon for me listening to the um nottingham forest uh, Tottenham game but yeah Son has has really kind of fallen off the the radar a little bit and well, not fallen off the radar but he's certainly failing to live up to to his heights of last year obviously he did very very well last year and I'm sure he will come back and uh, he will find form again but at the moment he's he's not doing too great so I don't regret the decision that I made to take him out um, I think it was it was necessary or, you know, I feel like my team's in, in better shape. 
But what I do have is uh, took a minus four. So I've put in Martinelli for two points and put in Tony for two points. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm <laughs> minus four uh, for for my troubles. So I suppose I'm, I'm negative really with with those two players. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of how how I'm shaping up in terms of my team. We'll have a little look at a moment at Tom's and producer Glenn. Little shout out to producer Glenn, who is um, currently flying high in our little trilogy here. He's um, certainly ahead of Tom and and certainly ahead of me as well. I've had a, a pretty significant red arrow down to two point one million, um, which is it's always frustrating. But you know, it's it's early days. We say it all the time. We are um, only four kind of game weeks in, and um, in fact, I'm I'm looking at live FPL, and uh, I tell a lie because my um, uh, overall rank at the moment is has plummeted down to 2.8 million, which is not what we want at all, really. Um, so, I must admit, part of me is tempted to play the wild card. Um, I will give a little shout out to someone who's who's been mentioned regularly on this pod, uh, which is Will Lofthouse, who has absolutely smashed it. He captained Harlan this week, and I think he's. Um, he's also got Kane, so uh, he is—he's laughing. His midfield, I think, is Kulusevski. He's definitely got Kulusevski. He's definitely got um, uh, Luis Diaz, and up front he's got Jesus, Kane, and Alfie um, Alfie Ingerhaland. Um, Harland up front for for City. So yeah, doing doing very well. And Captain Harland, which is obviously at, when so many people captain. Um, Captain Salah, that is just an absolute um, touch. So as it stands, I am falling away a little bit. I'm just having a little look. I'm uh, a million, uh, I'm 21 points off a million and I am 63 points already off the top 10K. So there's a lot of work to do. And as I say, part of me does um and ah about the possibility of a wild card. And I, I am kind of playing with the playing with the idea of that but to be honest you know it's early days i think if you haven't had the start that you want there's no need to panic um you know it's it, one single game week can can totally change it and you know looking at my team as i say i've got um rare in goal trent cancelo trippier i've then got salah martinelli rodrigo and De silva jesus harland and tony now unfortunately um the vast majority of those players blanked the only players who did better than uh kind of your basic were harland and trent and ray got some save points as well by the looks of it so it's it's frustrating but as i say do not panic um you know that there's plenty of time to go we know that there's going to be the international break for the world cup and we know that we've got a wild card to use before then roughly speaking my plan is to try and use the wild card at about game week eight game week nine um but we'll see i'm i'm not going to be afraid to to pull the trigger and, and change my plans because at the end of the day uh we can all reset our teams um after the world cup as well so we'll see how we we'll see how we get on we're not doing a too good too bad this week um partly because um tom's not here um but to give you a little bit of an update i did uh, I went for Harrison and Martinelli as uh, good, good picks for next week. And I thought that Trent 
God knows what I was thinking there, saying that Trent um, was was a bad pick. I don't think I necessarily had this game week in mind, but I think I was more kind of referring to the game week uh, game week three that did not go so well for for Trent. But obviously, Trent has shown why he is the asset that he is. Um, you know, seventeen points. He is owned by um 48.1% of the game so he's owned by half the game and you can see why you know the potential for for points at both ends is is massive and he scored a very good goal yesterday got an assist as well i think if memory serves um i mean he's he's got 17 points so he's um he's doing all right they've got newcastle next which i think personally newcastle will probably score because they've they're doing very well unbeaten at the moment i think uh, everton wolves chelsea brighton so you know there's there's not necessarily clean sheets but i do think there's potential for for um trent to carry on doing the business but yeah in terms of harrison and neto neto got an assist um but was i think the goal was was ruled out so perhaps he was he was involved but never mind it was not good enough it was not good enough um so let's have a little look at tom's team then i'm sure he'll be delighted with me for sharing um so tom has also captain salah obviously tom went for uh, kane over harland uh which would have been a you know that was his big kind of differential he's got no city players so he would have been pretty disappointed in fact you know he was uh, he wasn't in a great place when I spoke to him yesterday, um, as in the day of the Harland hat trick. But his team is Raya in goal. He's got Trent Alexander Arnold, um, Zinchenko, but Trippier comes in for him. James and Perisic. All of his defence have done something there, which is which is very good. Martinelli, Salah, and Mount in midfield. Uh, not a great day at the office for them. And then Tony, Kane and Jesus. So Tom's got 60 points um, and he's got a very small red arrow and is at 4.4 million in terms of rank. I'm not sure what his plans are. Um, It doesn't look, he just certainly didn't take a hit. And I don't know if he made a transfer or not. Uh, That's something I should have probably checked before uh, recording this. But uh, Tom will will let us know that uh, obviously for, for next week. Looking at his team and, um, you know, the differences, I think he hasn't obviously got any City players, which means that he's been able to kind of um, upgrade, whereas I've got Patterson and Nico Williams as my kind of bench fodder. His defence is um, Trent, Zinchenko, James, Perisic and Trippier. So not having Cancelo is is something that has, has obviously kind of worked in his favour there and and I've got to be honest, Cancelo has looked a little bit. Um, he's not looked as as threatening as as in previous years. So you know, it's it's possible that he is someone who will fall away in terms of ownership. Um, he did have that very good week in game week two. I want to say he got eleven points against Bournemouth, but then you know, I think Bournemouth are going to be the whipping boys this year. So it's. It's going to be an interesting one to see. They've got uh, some very nice fixtures. So, you know, if you do have City assets, City defensive assets, I wouldn't be rushing to get rid of them, to be honest. But um, yeah, with Forest, Villa, Spurs, Wolves, United coming up, you know, there's you'd certainly fancy them for a couple of clean sheets. And, and Villa, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty sure I said on the podcast a week or so ago that, um, you know, if Gerard doesn't 
get points very quickly he's in he's in real trouble and i saw a villa fan that i'm friends with on facebook mentioned that uh, if he loses two more games he will be the worst villa manager in history uh, which is quite the record and quite the unwanted accolade so um yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens with with villa but as i say in terms of um tom's team he's he's in good shape he's used his wild card so you know i'm that's another reason for me kind of wanting to hold on to it a little bit longer uh, just to see you know we don't know what's going to happen with with injuries and and there might be a uh, a couple of players that that come out of nowhere and and really start to hit form so patience is is what i've learned from from this game week i would say i wasn't patient in taking the minus 4 but then you know you look at it, Martinelli and Tony Everton haven't been great and Martinelli against Fulham I thought might be involved but um, moving forward you know I'm, I, I feel like there's more balance in my team with that so very quickly let's have a little look ahead to game week five I'll tell you where I'm at in terms of my thinking uh, I've got Raya and goal against Crystal Palace again who knows how how that could play out Trent Cancelo uh, Trippier are the current defenders although possibly um, may change Trippier although I think he's always got the potential with with free kick as it stands Salah Martinelli Rodrigo De Silva Jesus Captain Haaland and Ivan Tony up top so um, yeah do let us know of course how you're um, how you're fixed how you're shaping up how you're getting on so far we'd love to hear from you and don't forget you can contact us on twitter at fpl faceoff and uh, as mentioned we'd love to hear from you we'll be back next week with um all the usual features grealish diary etc um before then of course we've got two game weeks uh, so the fixtures coming up you'll know this of sure i'm sure but crystal palace brentford fulham brighton saints versus chelsea leeds everton they're all on tuesday and then wednesday you've got uh, arsenal villa bournemouth wolves uh, in fact, looking at Arsenal Villa, I'm probably going to captain Jesus thinking about it because Villa have been woeful. Um, Bournemouth Wolves, City Forest, uh, West Ham Spurs, Liverpool Newcastle, and then Leicester versus Man United on the Thursday. And then we are ready for the weekend and uh, oh, big game. Uh, Everton, Liverpool, then Brentford Leeds, Newcastle Palace. I don't know why I'm, I'm the uh, fixture guy, but here you go. I've started to finish. Uh, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth, Spurs, Fulham, Wolves, Southampton, uh, Villa, City, Brighton, Leicester, Chelsea, West Ham, and then Man United, Arsenal on the Sunday. So, yeah, lots of tasty fixtures there. And as I say, if you haven't had the start that you want, that's absolutely fine. Don't worry. Take your time. Be patient um, and, you know, have courage in your convictions. And let's have a little look at the FPL Faceoff League. Uh, I'm not even going to bother to scroll all the way down to, to where I am, but I will read you the top five. Uh, in fifth, we've got AS15, uh, got 80 points this week and is doing very, very well. Um, Sacrificial Larms uh, in fourth, although they've got the same points, uh, Jack B. In third, uh, Will Lofthouse, um, smashing it, um, doing very, very well there. Uh, Will and then Throbbing Cock in second place, Brandon Mitchell and John Eric Torstein, Torsteinson uh, with Cherry Pickers is leading the way with 79 um, points this game week. Very good game week. Um, Captain Salah as well, but yeah, has, has, a, has a decent team. So 
Uh, well done to everyone. Don't forget, if you would like to join that league, you're not too late. The code is 7QN6BY. That's 7 Quebec November 6BY. And the... Um, yeah, we, we'd love to we'd love to hear from you on Twitter at FBL Faceoff. That's enough rambling from me, I'm sure. Um, thank you for, for listening. Uh, don't forget, if you do enjoy the podcast, do tell your mates and uh, we look forward to speaking soon. Laters. Mm-hmm.